This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Adele, and today, literally, I think one of my favorite guests, I have Kerry Jack with me. Kerry, what's going on, brother? Hey, Ryan. Thank you so much for having me, brother. Man, it is truly my pleasure. And before we get into all the brilliance, it's you, right? We had a chance to be face-to-face for like a week together in Costa Rica at Rhythmia Life Advancement Center last May. But before we dive into all the stuff that's the biohacking and the Happy Hustler podcast and Happy Hustle podcast, I always say hustler for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's a, you know, a Freudian yeah, slip from, you know, my, from my youth. Right? Yeah, we're all hustlers. <laughs> that's right. But I'd like to know, I like to start these shows with you as an entrepreneur, right? A lot of people that are tuning in right now as they're, they're listening to you and I chat are either in the process of wanting to become a, a, an entrepreneur, starting their own business, or they're probably in the thick of things, right? They're a year or two years in and they're, they're going through the mental things that you and I have experienced. And if there was a lesson that you could share with them, to hopefully impact their growth, what would you share with them right now? What would be that thing? Persistent consistency, baby. That's it. You know, if you have a dream out there, guys and girls, and you want it bad enough, you will figure out the how. You just have to have persistent consistency. I love that. I love that. That is brilliant. Persistent consistency. And I I think, Carrie, that's a perfect segue into – to me, talking about the biohacking side of your life, right? Like, I know you and Anthony is, right? The, the biohacking secrets, like all this crazy stuff as far as, I call it living an optimized life. Like, how do you really maximize the human experience? And you've become, I can go as far as saying a lead at this, right? Like, you have a whole coaching protocol, mastermind meetups. You have everything around the biohacking movement. Will you share, number one, how you got into it? Number two, some of the things people can do. And number three, how they can take a step closer to learn more about the services that you offer. Yeah, appreciate that, man. I mean, really, I've been an athlete my whole life. I've always been into health and fitness and performance, played soccer, baseball, football, rugby, uh, been doing martial arts since I was a boy. So I've been into, you know, this peak performance mindset. And it was a natural transition after I I tore my ACL playing soccer. I wanted to play for the United States national team and, you know, realizing that dream wasn't really going to happen if I couldn't stay healthy. Um, After my injury, I just got into recovery and then, you know, how I can optimize where I'm currently at in in everything I do. And I've worked together with my business partner, Anthony DiClemente. He's um, he wrote a book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgrade Energy and Focus and super smart guy. He had Lyme disease and had to essentially optimize his own body, mind, spirit through this autoimmune condition as well. And since that, we just kind of came together and really have built this this company that now serves Olympic gold medalists, professional athletes, multi-million dollar entrepreneurs, the average Joe who's just trying to lose 30 pounds to the woman who has maybe cancer or some type of autoimmune condition. Like we serve people in so many different spectrums. Now we're tailored more so to entrepreneurs and, and high performers. But, you know, we really have the, the protocols that can serve people on so many different levels. And really, it, they've all had up and out of necessity. You know, it's just it's the ability to heal yourself using ancient wisdom and modern science. That's biohacking to me. You know, it's not one magic bullet or another. It's really just the cohesive mentality of optimizing mind, body, and spirit. So that's how I kind of got into it. And, um, you know, fortunately now we have, uh, you know, different vehicles in which we serve with 
as you mentioned, the coaching program. Um, we have the podcast, the Biohacking Secret Show, as well as my own personal podcast, the Happy Hustle Podcast. Uh, you know, the book, the Biohacker's Guide. We have an event called the Ultimate Biohacking Experience. You know, there's all sorts of different ways we serve now, but that's really the the gist of it uh, in a nutshell. Well, I love it. I want to I want to give you a chance to shout out your your Instagram specifically, right? Because I get to follow along from a distance and see like your morning rituals and I'll say versus right not that we're in competition I don't know that, that really exists but like I'm seeing what you do and I'm like all right so I have the halo neurosport right I use that every day I I have a vibration plate versus a trampoline I have the you know the deep water chest for right the submersion cold submersion treatments like what's your what's your Instagram handle because as you're listening if you're not following Carrie you're literally <laughs> missing out on some of those brilliant content that I see Oh I appreciate that brother honestly I I try uh, to just, you know, put myself out there, be vulnerable, share value as much as possible. It's at Carrie, C-A-R-Y, underscore, underscore, Jack, J-A-C-K. Someone took Carrie Jack, guys. If you know him, let's uh, let's all message them and see if I can't get those underscores removed. <laughs> but, but yeah, C-A-R-Y, underscore, underscore, Jack, J-A-C-K. I love it. I love it. So, Carrie, I'd love for you to walk us through, if you could, some of them. I'll say entry level biohacks that you would recommend, right? Maybe, maybe someone's not quite ready to invest in the, right? The bulletproof vibration plate or the deep freezer, right? And some of the, I'll say more obscure things that maybe you or I seem to be into, right? What, what are some other tips you would have for somebody to start to experience what they're capable of really? Cause I, I look at that, right? This expands capacity. This is like the minute I started going on this path, I was like, wow, I've literally been living like a 10th, of what I'm capable of. Like there's so much more to experience. So what are some of those rituals, habits, procedures, processes that you'd walk people through? Yeah. So great question. I mean, it really stems from optimizing your morning routine, your night routine, your supplement protocol, your nutrition plan, and your exercise plan. Those five core elements, right? And, you know, everyone looks at it in a different way. In, in our approach, it's way more than just diet and exercise. You know, we look at the blood work. We're doing the highest level tests and analytics to find what's the root cause holding you back from optimal performance, not even from optimal performance, from just living the greatest expression of yourself. And really, for me, some entry-level biohacks that I know can make a big difference in your life right now, first and foremost... Waking up with some type of positive practice, you know, getting that, that routine. I particularly do a gratitude practice. I have a journal, you know, set aside that I, I know every morning I wake up, I do my attitude of gratitude. I, you know, say what I'm grateful for, five to 10 things that come to mind. I do my to dominate list, the things that I'm going to dominate for the day. And then I do a quote, something that comes to mind, something maybe I've read. I like reading the greatday.com to just get my mind right. I do usually nine minutes of sun gazing, looking at the sun inverted to protect the cornea. Um, it's really important to get you know that vitamin D on your skin and in your eyes. I do at least at least five to ten minutes on the rebounder to shake out the lymphatic drainage system and really just make sure you know I'm I'm charged up and ready to seize the day. Uh, my first thing in my body is my apple cider vinegar, lemon, pink Himalayan salt and a alkalizing green powder. 
um, those those core elements first thing down and then I chase it with some water before coffee or anything really important to hydrate because we lose a lot of water when we sleep and we get dehydrated so it's really important to hydrate guys after you get up in the morning first thing you need to do is hydrate those are some core elements I also you know usually bust out some pull-ups or push-ups um, I have this this ozone little like device that blasts ozone into my face to clear any toxins and an infrared heating pad if I feel uh, or infrared light and then I have a, a sauna. I know this is getting less than uh, less than uh, <laughs> you know beginner level, but I'm dumping it on you all. So cold and hot thermogenesis super important. Um, making sure that you're getting cold and hot at least a couple times a week, guys. That's a really essential to to just boost that mitochondrial production detoxify the body. Those are some core elements. Uh, hopefully we can unpack that for anyone, anyone who has any more questions, but that's some of, some of the key biohacker beginners. Well, I love that, Carrie. And I'd like to ask, right, personally from a question standpoint, me living in Columbus, Ohio versus you living in South Florida, the ability to go out and get actual vitamin D for me at least half the year is truly non-existent. Like it's just gray right now. Yeah. And so I supplement with red light therapy Yep, right, yep. where that becomes part of my morning ritual. Yep. What's your thought on red light exposure from, right, because I have the human charger for right blue light inside the, inside the brain, but I also have the red light therapy. What's, how do you feel a red light compares to natural vitamin D? What do you think about the implementation of a blue light from right, kind of cranial sources versus right, most people grabbing their phone when they wake up in the morning? Right, like there, there's a whole... I'd like to just pick your brain, right? Because I have my own belief system, but I'm probably wrong with mine. So what, what do you think about that stuff? No, man, you're, you're pretty spot on, honestly. The problem is if you live above, I think it's the 47th parallel in the world, you're not getting the proper UVB exposure from the sun. And if you, if you can't get sunlight, you know, the second best, um, you know, way to get that vitamin D would be from a juve light or from a, another infrared light. So, you know, it's really important if you're not getting the proper amount of sunlight that you supplement it. You know, you can take vitamin B supplements as well, but still you're not getting it on your skin, which is the largest organ in your body, right? You need to make sure that you're absorbing that red light every single day, hopefully, you know, from a five to 15 minute uh, standpoint. The juve are, are really powerful lights. Um, also, you know, if if you have a tanning bed nearby that you can hit up, make sure they have UVB UVB bulbs, not you know some of the other crap they put in there, which will actually burn the skin. And don't ever burn. You don't want to burn. But that's something we recommend for our clients who maybe can't get the proper sun exposure. So yeah, hopefully that helps. Yeah, absolutely. And then even as you said, the sauna, right? We're I believe both believers in probably the clear light sauna without knowing for, I don't know if you use clear light. I, I think that's what it is, right? Is that your? Yeah. So we use the clear light, which is, it runs you a couple G's. Um, if you want a less expensive option, that's still super effective. I also recommend the Therasage. I have a Therasage as well. The Therasage actually has infrared technology and you sit in a chair and it's almost like you're, you're like, you, your head's poking out. So it's a flexible, you know, portable sauna. And it has these like infrared panels on either side that you sit in a little chair, your head's out, which is actually beneficial to have your head out because when you consistently do saunas 
and you're burning your head up, you're actually swelling the brain and all the, the, the energy and the, the cellular production in your brain. It's not healthy to, to burn your head up that frequently. So having your, your head removed in these therisage saunas, the technology, you know, supports your actual, um, you know, well-being. <laughs> so you really want to maybe look into getting a sauna in some capacity or going to your gym. And the Therisage, I think we do have a, a discount if you type in biohacks um, on the T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com. That's, that's our website. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that because that's actually where I started was with the little, right, I called the zip up, right? I went to Amazon and found the one with yeah. the most reviews. And right, it was probably four or 500 bucks. I don't know if it was Therisage or not, but I started with that and then had, right, the Juve. So I was tripling up at, and almost quadrupling up at some point, right? I'd have the the uh, human charger in my ears. I'd have the muse on my head as I was meditating. I'd have the red light hitting my face and I'd be in an infrared sauna. And it was just right condensing down time because at some capacity needing, needing all those and right that of course I get out of the sauna, my pores are more open then I'd stand in front of my whole panel. Yep, right. Yep. And then go from, you know, 10 minutes aside, right. Do front and back. Yep. And then jump into the cold submersion and then into the hot shower and then the back and forth, right. With, to me, the 20 seconds of as cold as it possibly can go, stepping back from that, turning the water all the way as hot as it can possibly go, and doing that in and out. I think I do 10 reps, give oh, or take, nice. most of the time. Nice. Right. Even just seeing right, the heightened energy, the heightened mental aptitude of being able to handle like, oh, gosh, I don't want to do this. Screw it. I'm going to do it anyways. But then, as you touch base on right, that mitochondria efficiency, and really the, what ends up happening is the advanced thermogenesis that, that ends up helping with Essentially, I couldn't just say weight loss, but really it ends up being weight loss. Like my body started like dropping sure. fat pretty rapidly. Burning calories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. It's, and I feel like most people don't realize just how powerful that extra three minutes can be in the shower. Like to me, if there was one quote unquote hack that you should do, because you're going to shower anyways, there's absolutely no, other than the bullshit story you tell yourself, there's no reason you can't spend an extra three minutes getting in cold, hot, cold, hot a series of times. Right. I, you can tell yourself a story of I don't know how to meditate. You can tell yourself a story that journaling is too confusing. Unless you don't shower, I don't know how you would not take advantage of the cold water that's already in front of you. Yeah. Well, you actually have more of an advantage being north uh, north Ohio because our water doesn't get cold. So I can't take really cold showers, to be honest. But I do have the cold freezers. So the biggest thing, guys, is end on cold. That's really important. Making sure that you end on cold, not hot. So whatever you're doing, if you're going to do back and forth like Ryan does, that's great. Just make sure you end on cold, you know, con continues to work far after you get out of the cold shower or the cold tub, um, you know, burns calories, decreases inflammation, increases blood flow circulation. There's tons of benefits that are happening. So that's just a little caveat. I love it. And I, I want to touch base, carry on right? The deep freezer. Cause this is, this is a question that I get. I don't post a whole lot about it. Cause I think it's, for me, it's kind of off brand as funny as that is like to, to say that, but yeah. Right. For me, I started scouring even just the Facebook marketplace, right? I think if you're listening and you have Facebook, you have a marketplace component of it where you can find, I found a use, I think it's 17.4, 17.8 inch or it's cubic foot mm -hmm. freezer. I took the silicone and right cocked around all the edges. I, yeah. I put, I put as, as I filled it up three fourths of the way full or so. Yeah. Right. There's a combination of right hydrogen peroxide and, and salt essentially in, in the water itself. What is the temperature that you run yours at? How long do you stay in it for? Right. Cause I, 
I have this, um, my wife makes fun of me fairly consistently. I don't have an off switch. It's like, okay, if, if, if you could do it at 40 degrees, what happens if I did it at 33? Like if I have to break the ice <laughs> off the surface and if you're supposed to do it for two minutes, what happens if I tough it out and say for five, right? So yeah. what, what should somebody do? Well, I mean, it really just depends on your frequency. You know, obviously you have to build up that tolerance, that mental toughness, that fortitude. Um, for us, we keep it somewhere between 38 and 42 and we do somewhere between three and five minutes. Um, you start to get diminishing returns after a certain threshold, five usually being the threshold for most. Um, you don't want to, you know, get to the point where you can't come back and you're getting like hypothermia. You know? <laughs> so it's important to really, you know, temper the inner warrior in all of us if you if you do want to, you know, use it efficiently and properly. It's it's somewhere in that three to five minute range. Um, you know, if you don't have an ice tub, you can go to the local grocery store or your gas station and pick up, you know, maybe five bags of those uh, 10 pound ice, ice bags, put them in your bathtub, you know, put some Epsom salt or some, um, I got the Epsom salt that has menthol in it too. So it gets this, this nice burst and I put some essential oils, you know, I, I make it with some hydrogen peroxide, 35%. Uh, food grade hydrogen peroxide, I put a little apple cider vinegar in there as well. Uh, really good for recovery. And, you know, you can do it in your bathtub. You don't need an excuse to have a freezer. You don't need expensive cryotherapy because actually cryo is way less effective than ice baths. Again, water is about, don't quote me on this, but it's around 70 something percent more conductive than air um, or 70 times more conductive than air. If you think about it, if you're outside in 50 degree weather in just a bathing suit, you're going to be cold. But if you're outside in 50 degree water, you're going to be freezing, right? So it's really more conductive and more effective in a shorter dose. And it's a lot cheaper. So, Well, absolutely. And, and I, I love that, Carrie. I mean, just expanding again, that capacity of what's possible. Like I know this stuff sounds extreme, but as right, my kind of entry point into this world was I had picked up Anthony's book a long time ago. And admittedly, kind of sat on the shelf until Dave Asprey, right, started the, the whole bulletproof push. And it mm -hmm. wasn't, it was like Dave gave the, and this is not to knock Dave, but like the Cliff Notes version, where then you guys took it and went like deep, like really, really deep. And it, it just continues to get deeper with all the doors that you guys keep opening of of what's possible and how far can you push and right getting into some of the nootropics and some of the different ways that that works right what's i have a show coming out probably about the same time that this show will air all based around nootropics and different stacks that can exist and and why they're beneficial and and things like that what's your take on on them do you have some favorite go-to's do you use a blend do you do you blend your own is it nasal and debt ingestion how do you how do you take your nootropics if you take them at all yeah, I mean, truthfully, Anthony is an absolute whiz with supplements. He knows more. He formulates for companies. He knows more about supplements than anyone I've ever met. Every ingredient down to the exact milligram, like, it's amazing. And, you know, he did write the book, The Biohacker's Guide. If you guys want to get it, you can get it for free. Just help out with shipping. It's biohackersguide.com. 
we send you a copy. And it is like the biohacking Bible. Appreciate you saying that. It, it He goes so deep. And that's years ago. He's writing another one right now. He wrote that thing before it was even popular, mainstream, before it mainstream even came to it. So a lot of positive um you know, benefits from just absorbing that knowledge. There is a nootropic aspect in the book. And, and, you know, there's something to be said about charging up your brain. I take alpha GPC, alpha brain, uh, NAD plus CBD mist, nasal mist. And, um, you know, a couple, like, just depends what I'm feeling. If I need an extra boost, sometimes some qualia, you know, really, I'm, I feel charged up without them. So I, I try not to ever get in a dependent mindset. You know, for me, I, I let nature feed my soul as much as possible, getting outside, walking barefoot, you know, grounding, hyperhydrating, just getting my, my body charged up. Really, I, I usually fire without it. That's the goal, right? But if I, oh, I got a, a bender of, or some work and, or a, a whole bunch of podcasts or whatnot, you know, sometimes those, those nootropics are beneficial. Absolutely. When I, I love that. And you said a thing about grounding, right? That's before we get into the overall aspect of grounding. Personally, do you ground your uh, cold water submersion tank, right? Is it, is it grounded as well? Yeah, we do. And actually, we have grounding sheets, grounding like magnets, the whole shebang on the bed, you know, uh, with the chili pad, you know, there's a whole bunch of biohacks if we're talking sleep that we go down the rabbit hole. But, you know, it just depends where you want to go. Well, and, and all this stuff as you're listening, right, I'm, I'm going to encourage you again to reach out to Carrie, to follow him on Instagram. Maybe you just direct message him and say, hey, I heard you on 15 Minutes of Freedom. I want to know more about right, one of the retreats or a book or how can we take a step closer? Like Carrie and Anthony, right, that they're yeah. together are really some of the foremost authorities on how all these pieces go together, right? And a lot of the things that I've shared with you as you're listening have been things that I've taken from from Carrie and Anthony or some been things that I've seen other people do and have the fortunate nature to be able to ask questions of like, why are you doing that? How does it work? And just by you being able to follow along with Carrie, like he's responsive. You can send him a message and he's probably gonna answer, given the fact he's not, you know, over his skis and in work and, and super busy. But either way, like there's just so much quality information that comes from his page and the podcast, right? I want to pivot a little bit into the Happy Hustle podcast, which is this whole other side of you, right? We have this, yeah. this biohacking, living the optimized life, doing everything you possibly can to maximize human experience. And then we pivot and we talk about the Happy Hustle. And as, right, if you if you see, I know you're listening to this right now, but it's also going to be on my Facebook page. We're recording this, this episode. Carrie has a hat on, right? It's got a, <laughs> a smiley face. It's black and red with the Happy Hustle on it. So, Carrie, let's Coming your about- way. You'll get one soon. Yes. Good. I, I love it. So, I'm trying to grow out my hair like yours, right? The other side of things, like Carrie is a, a, a literally like a professional model as well. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> he gets paid to look good and he, he does it very well. So I'm trying to get the, the flowing. A lot of Photoshop. Stuff. A lot of Photoshop in this. Uh, <laughs> well, how, before you get a happy hustle, how long did it take you to grow out your hair? Like I've been growing mine forever and I have to slick it back because it's not like it looks bushy. It's at this weird phase. So I, I'm I'm still at the weird phase, man. Don't look. Man. I, honestly, I wear a lot of hats. I think some things that help hair growth that I know, um, biotin. You know, mm-hmm. coconut oil regularly, combing it regularly. You know, getting regular sunlight on it, salt water, super beneficial. So these these certain elements you can actually speed up hair growth and the quality of your hair. 
nice. I'm, I was just looking for right growth hormone and, and yeah. protein powder. Let me just let me just ramp up the old school bodybuilding way. Yeah, right. I, I, I kid around with all that. So let, let's talk Happy Hustle Podcast. Let's talk sure. about a right, book that's going to be coming out soon. I'm looking forward to buying a couple copies, right? I appreciate your support on, on my book launch. And oh, yeah. We, we can rock on that. But talk to me about all that stuff. What's, what's that side of your life look like right now? Yeah, so the Happy Hustle was really born out of just my soul. <laughs> you know, I really was. It was all about creating a life of passion and purpose and positive impact. And those are the three core elements of the happy hustle. You know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there right now. And, you know, people who want to be entrepreneurs, who think you have to get there by grinding and, you know, sacrificing and really just no sleep. And it's like, no, you can do it. Finding happiness within the hustle enjoying the journey not just the destination and that's really the message that i want to share with the world you know i i love speaking to the youth and empowering this different mindset that you can have everything you want in life and you can be happy along the journey to get there and it's not all about the materialistic bs it's about the service of others so that's what the happy hustle is about bringing on inspiring happy hustlers, I call them, you know, people out there who the qualifications are you have to be happy and you have to be a hustler to come on my show, you know, and that's it. Like, I keep it pretty open. But like, if you're not those two things, and you were on the show, we had a great yeah. time rocking the mic because, you know, Ryan's a happy hustler, guys. He's out there, not only, you know, doing work and helping people all over the world with with his gift, but he's happy in the process. And I know you probably weren't always like that. Neither was I. You know, I had the suit and tie grinding my my third startup. I, I've had four startups, three failed epically, but the third one really whipped this ass into shape, let me tell you, because I had the suit and tie. I was meeting with Microsoft, IBM. It was a tech startup in New York, and I was thinking suits and fancy things were the way. And then I, I, I got the seven-figure deal that I was looking for, the funding, the Series A for our startup, and I was like, Fuck, this is not this is not what I want. Five years exit strategy, beholden to these shareholders and and their mentality. So I, I moved to Thailand and lived in Bangkok for nine months and was like, you know, I'm not launching this business. I'm I'm gonna find, you know, another way. And that's really what happened was finding the happiness within the hustle. Um, I got the book coming out, as you mentioned, later this year. I actually had some recent pivotal changes to the book as per the breakthroughs I had at Business Mastery with Tony Robbins this past week. And I realized I was falling in love with my products or service and not my customers. And that's a key distinction, guys. If you're out there listening, you may be you know, stoked on your product or service, but really what you need to focus on is your customers slash clients slash whoever you're serving. That's the most important aspect, really focusing on that. So that's why I'm going back through. I booked an Airbnb um, to just do a five days writer retreat to tear apart the 66,000 words fourth draft that I written to send to the publisher. I'm like, wait, it's not ready. You know, I'm coming back. I got more work to do. I want this to be a New York Times bestseller. And, and um, I know it will be with, with that type of mentality, you know, service over self. Yeah, and then that's... That's a beautiful takeaway, and I'd, I'd love to to pick your brain a little bit. Right, we've been to some of the Tony Robbins events, right, and, and you literally are fresh off of this past weekend was Business Mastery, right? Yeah. So you touch base on one of the key takeaways 
that you got from the event. If you had to sum up, right now, let's just go top three, right? Like from your perspective, right? We got, you've heard the background, Carrie's on his fourth startup, three of which maybe didn't bring the fulfillment that he was searching for. We'll just kind of leave it at that. And so he's got reps, he's got time, he's got years of experience. He's, he's a biohacker. From that vantage point, what are the three big takeaways from Business Mastery with Tony? Yeah, well, before, let me make a quick distinction. The, the fourth startup is not Biohacking Secrets. That's been a business for multiple years. The Happy Hustle is not even the fourth startup. The fourth startup is a business called Sustainable Breakthroughs, which we can touch on later, but that's fighting the plastic pollution epidemic and solving climate change. So that's the other, the, the, the new passion to really serve that mission. But in terms of business mastery, you know, takeaways, you know, people pay 10K a ticket to go to this thing. So I'm expecting a lot of value. And there's tons of content and value you know, that's delivered throughout, not to mention watching energy, just the absolute goat of personal development, you know, break down self-limiting beliefs and, you know, tonify them in just a matter of moments is just impressive. I would say my top three takeaways, probably things you've already learned, but it's a great reminder always for all of us. Number one was stop judging, stop judging others and stop judging myself. And I've always, I grew up with a very critical father, you know, and I can get and talk to you about that, but we used to call him a, a dictator, emphasis on the dick part, <laughs> but he's a great guy, but fuck man, he's critical. And yeah. it was never enough, you know? So I have that in me and I realize that I judge others. I judge myself. If they're not where they want to be, you know, I would be like, well, why? If you just do this, this and that, you know, you could get there, you know, if you're overweight, we'll stop shoving your pie hole with uh, with calories you know it's like why would i you know but i realized i have to honor everyone in their own journey i have to honor myself in my own journey and realize it's all part of the process so that was number one takeaway number two become an owner not an operator in every business that you that you focus on you really want to work as cliche as it is on the business not in the business and becoming an owner not an operator is the way um that's really important and save your money guys put aside a percentage of your income every single month that's key and then the third takeaway which i i somewhat alluded to but you know with with tony and just watching him well i don't know if i'm gonna actually switch it up off the cuff here I'm, i'll be honest with you yeah i know my my power more so than ever going to that conference you know and i'm like I'm going to be on stage like that. I'm going to be speaking to the, to the masses. I know it. My message, exactly what it's going to be. I don't need to know that. The why is more important than the how, guys. And that was really the third takeaway. But it's realizing my true power inside and realizing the why inside me is more important than the how. So you'll find a way if the why is strong enough, guys. Yeah, that's, that's such a beautiful message, Carrie. And I think one of the things that I find to be a consistent message from all the brilliant people like yourself, I get the pleasure to speak with. Every person that I know has consistently decided to invest in leveling up. Yeah. Right. And whether that's you're at the start of your entrepreneurial journey and leveling up for you, spending 200 bucks to buy a digital class and like you dive in and you actually consume it, right? Like you don't literally with the courses that you or I have sold before or currently sell, there's about like a 25% completion rate. Like I track everything and it doesn't matter how much I poke and prod and bang and show up. Like it's 25%, which means 75% of you listening and it's okay. I love you for it. 
but you have invested in something and then not completed it. Like, but taking that thought process of always wanting to expose ourselves to things that I call it expanding our capacity, right? And whether it's coming to one of your biohacking events, or right, you even have a retreat you're going to do, like, like a mastermind out west, if I remember, right? Like, yeah. What's, yeah. what's that going to look like? Well, I think to your point, just to touch on it, it's super important, guys. Whatever you do, do it 110%. You know, focus on if you're going to commit your time, energy, resources, aka time, the most precious commodity we have in this world, you know, make sure you're giving it your all because how you do anything is how you do everything. So really make sure if you're going to invest with Ryan as a coach and go through his program, make sure you do it because that's how you get results, right? Um, and I love that quote by Tony too, simplicity is the key to execution, essentially. Uh, complexity is the enemy of execution, if you want to flip it on its head. But to go back on the actual mastermind and how you can apply some of these things that I'm discussing and really just become a happy hustler, yes, we do have a um, Montana wagon train. I grew up half in Montana playing cowboy, you know, fishing, hunting, camping every every uh, chance I could, and then half in Sarasota, Florida, surf and skate and being a little, you know, um, beach bum so it was an interesting split nonetheless but i have a ranch up in montana and we do these uh we use wagon train masterminds essentially recreating the oregon trail where you do five days on a horse 15 miles usually a day cooking out around the chuck wagon getting back to our roots nature there's there's a mastermind component to it as well health performance sure we cover all of it and then there's a big philanthropic aspect because i believe in the happy hustle it's all about the positive impact so we're actually working with the native americans out there to help them and their tribes and you know we decimated their lands from years before so it's the least we can do is is add value to them in any capacity so there's a whole philanthropic aspect as well if you're interested in that you know i'll, I'll go ahead and give my email out carrie at carryjack.com shoot me an email we'll get you um you know some uh some information if you'd like to explore it further it's going to be fun you want to come cowboy up and uh have an experience that you'll never forget it'll be a, a good time well i i love that carrie because it's one of those things right i believe in something right daily massive and perfect action right yep. we that perfection to me is the enemy of all of us because it doesn't really exist and we chase this idea that until something's perfect we can't ship it at least i do as an entrepreneur and it's something that i battle consistently it's like oh is this good enough well the marketplace will dictate if something's good enough and you can always go back and, and add to it or adjust it or take it down or refilm or recreate. And I'm sharing all this with you as you're listening, because there's a chance that whether it's this podcast and something Carrie said, it's a post you see on social media, it's an email you get from somebody else. When that voice in your head clicks and says, I really, I want to go do this thing. Just say yes. Like, stop talking yourself out of the reasons as to why you shouldn't do something. I believe, right, from our, I'll say our time at Rhythmia, that higher self, that bigger voice inside of us, and whether you believe in God or, you know, you're Buddhist or, or uh, you know, Jewish, it doesn't matter to me, but there's something guiding all of us. And when that voice clicks over, when there's that thing that says go, I believe it's your responsibility to go, to pull out the credit card, to invest, to, and literally, the times in which I've been scared shitless to spend money, I've gotten the most out of it every time where it's like, God, this makes no sense. I don't have the money for this right now. What the hell am I doing? I don't even know this person. Like, why am I compelled to go? 
And it's like every time there's a new relationship, there's a new piece of information, there's a new, I call it life hack. There's something I'm like, wow, that was, that was worth it. And even if it wasn't worth it in that moment, right? Like, again, I can take Rhythmia and not the Rhythmia wasn't worth it. I love Rhythmia. I love Jerry and Life Advancement Center. Yeah, like yeah. getting to meet Carrie last May has turned into a friendship, a relationship, joint podcast with one another. Yeah. Right? And Business this, synergies. For yeah, sure. there's going to be things that right we help each other with. And it wasn't, that wasn't my intention from going and spending the money to go to Rhythmia. Like it wasn't like, I'm going down and I'm going to find somebody to, to become friends with and start to spend time with, but it happened. And like, but that would have never happened had I not pulled out my credit card and been like, yeah, this makes no sense. I've already been there. I'm not, it's like, ah, sure. Let's go back. Yeah. So sure. Some of this might feel a little salesy to you as you're listening, but I truly believe it in my soul. Like to become a different version of you, you're going to have to start spending money and having a different belief system than you have now. And you're not going to get that traipsing along on this small path where you consume a podcast once or twice a week, or maybe pick up a book or two. It's going to take something else to knock you into the next, right? I'll call it quantum field with the way that I believe, like there's 16 versions of you that exist right now in the quantum plane. You're deciding which one you're going to live as, and you can keep bouncing between the two, but it's going to take somebody to push you into that next field. It doesn't just happen. And so that's at least my belief system. I don't know how you feel about that, Carrie, right? I felt like I've been on the soapbox now, but I, it, oh. it, it just speaks to me. Like I'm hearing all the things you're up to. I'm like, man, I know you're listening right now. Some of this shit is speaking to you. Email Carrie and just see, like, yeah. just see what's possible. Yeah, man. I think you're spot on. I think it's massive action that gets us out of our comfort zone. That 10 seconds of courage. I wrote a book, Garrett Gravison. And it's all about just the 10 seconds of courage. We can rationalize anything, guys. We can talk ourselves out of anything or you could take massive action if you know in your heart if you know in your gut that it excites you that you know there's no accidents you're listening to this for a reason we're connecting ryan and i for a reason you know everything happens in my opinion for a reason and if you know in your heart that you're called to do something do it that's where the growth comes outside of your comfort zone when you take massive action yeah and i mean Carrie, it's just, you, you say it so brilliantly, right? And, and then I look at when you start to take massive action, you have two choices in every moment. You can take the long, hard road, which I have certainly done before, where you <laughs> yep. find the books, you beat your head against the wall, you try everything that you can figure out. And over a period of time, something ends up working. Like it, it's going to happen. You know, persistence outweighs resistance all the time when, when you stick to something long enough. Or you get to the point where with me, it's like, all right, who can I find? that I think has done what I'm about to try to do. And can I learn from them in an honest and ethical way to shorten down my learning curve, right? Like, can I invest a hundred, 500, $5,000 to shave off six months of learning? If that answer is yes, I'm going to say that every time, right? Cause that time value of money equation is a real thing. Like those six or eight months of beating your head against the wall, right? From one entrepreneur to another, those are the worst six months in the world because you start doubting yourself. You start questioning the mission, the vision, the value you have, right? You think everybody else is more successful than you are, at least how I'm wired. And it's like, man, if I can just pay somebody to give me the roadmap on like how they got there and like, just follow these steps every time I'm going to say yes. Yeah, for sure, man. It's, it's just recognizing we're all standing upon the shoulders of giants, right? We're all building upon what others have built and you can deconstruct success 
so much more so now than ever. It's very systematized and you can reverse engineer the process. If you have a goal and you know someone has achieved that goal, well, look what they did. Break down their their steps to get there and just replicate success. And it what's interesting, right, is like to me, we live in such a now economy and I love it. And so many benefits to it, right? Social media information gets disseminated so quickly. But you go all the way back to the workings of like Napoleon Hill and the teachings of right, him literally taking horse and buggy essentially, right, from one multimillionaire at that point to another to another, combining their lessons and sharing them in all of his books, right? I think if you haven't read, if you just go to Amazon, type in Napoleon Hill, right? It, if you don't buy, like to me, that's almost the entry point in a personal development. Me yeah. personally, like yeah. consume the books and see that this idea of right now, Russell Brunson would call it funnel hacking, right? Find yeah, what right. somebody else does, ethically taking what they've done and, and create your own version of it. Like this is not a new principle. This is now hundreds of years in the making. That, like this is what successful people do. Like that's it. Like it, we yeah. overcomplicate all of it. Like it's what all of us have done in some capacity. For sure, man. It's it's just reverse engineering the process. Even if you not are exactly clear where you want to go, which first and foremost you should get clear. Um, but even if you're not, and you know there's elements of someone's life that you do envy, that does inspire you, that you do respect. Well, break down that process and start implementing those aspects into your routine, into your daily disciplines, and you will get there. It just is a journey, guys. There's no overnight successes. It, it doesn't matter who you are. Everyone is putting in the work who's got there before you. And that, that you just might as well start the process now if you're going to go out there and have to hustle. You might as well start it now, today, and don't wait any longer. You know, we're, we're sitting here trying to, you know, motivate you to take massive action, but really it needs to come from yourself and circling back it needs to come from that why. So why do you want what you want? Well, and Carrie, I would love it with that being kind of the perfect segue into your fourth startup, right? I like to talk about what that looks like, what was the inspiration behind it, what the mission, vision, and value is, and how you offer change to the world. Yeah, man, appreciate that. So my brother is the CEO of this company, and you know, he really is so passionate about solving these massive global issues. And it's called sustainable breakthroughs because we really do believe in a sustainable breakthrough for many different industries. Um, first and foremost, we're fighting the plastic pollution epidemic. So really solving that problem, we created a machine and now a recycling plant, will you, that upcycles plastic waste. And really, if you look at plastic, guys, plastic is flooding our planet in so many different capacities. Plastic only has... Our plastic only has about a 4% upcycle rate. So meaning all the plastics out there in the entire world, only 4% actually get upcycled. And meaning they get they turn into a greater product or something of equal or, or greater value. So it's it's a huge problem. It's and plastic has a 600 year lifespan and it's it's flooding our planet and ecosystem. So we were really passionate to solve that problem, being an, an outdoorsman and uh, a nature enthusiast. I, I hate seeing litter and trash. So we wanted to solve that problem. So we created a machine that upcycles those plastic waste. 
threads it, melts it, extrudes it into 3D printer filament. Then you can use that 3D printer to then upcycle it into bowls, sports, fishing reels. We got kids in Uganda now making wind turbines with our machines out there in, in this project that my brother worked on. Um, with 2.org, it was an amazing project. And you see the innovation from the desperation. And that's really what is powerful about what we're doing is we're giving the power to the people who need it the most in these third world countries, in Guatemala, in Colombia, in you know Uganda, where we have these projects in, in different areas of the, of the globe. And these people, you know, they have nothing. So when they get the opportunity to build something using trash, not only does it clean their environment, but it also is empowered on entrepreneurship and innovation. So those are um, some key elements. And then aside from that, we have a consulting aspect of the business so we can help your business and your events become more sustainable using sustainable alternatives. And then we also have hey, our little marketing promo piece, but it's really beneficial to have with you all the time. It's called an eco pack and it has a stainless steel spork that also has a spoon, knife and fork on it. And it also has a straw and a straw cleaner. Comes in an awesome uh, neoprene pack that you can actually, you know, dishwasher safe and it lasts forever. Like I know there's some bamboo ones out there. Um, but really those, those eco packs help save, I think like 150 utensils every single year. Um, if you just carry it with you, you know, the, the plastic cutlery that we're using every day and the, and the straws that we're using at, you know, some of these restaurants, you carry it with you every day. And, you know, we sell them on our website, uh, sustainablebreakthroughs.shop and Ryan and his audience, you know, gets a discount. Uh, we set up a discount code of 20%. So if you guys want, check out the eco packs, you can pick yourself up some at sustainablebreakthroughs.shop, discount code Ryan. I love it, Gary. I, I love it. I love what you're about, your mission, right? And just the energy you bring, right? Like it, it's contagious. And I really, really appreciate getting to know you better, getting to call you a friend and getting to just spend time with you, right? This is, I love conversations like this because it's, it's a little bit of everything, right? Kind of, I think like our personalities. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I feel sometimes all over the place, like where, where am I at today? What am I doing? You know, sometimes I got to go. Like you said, put on a face of her camera. Sometimes it's happy hustling podcast. Sometimes it's biohacking with clients. Sometimes it's sustainable breakthroughs. But I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if this was good advice or bad advice. To be honest, my kung fu master, Master Chen, back in the day, he he said, "Gary, always have seven plates spinning at once. So if one fall, you have six more." And I was like. Oh, shit. All right. That's good advice, right? Uh, so, so I've always had multiple things going, you know, yeah. multiple revenue streams, multiple ways to make an impact. And uh, yeah, that's, I guess, the, the happy hustlers way. I love it. I love it. So, Carrie, if you wanted someone that's listening to remember you by either one thought, one word, one phrase or one mindset, what would you want someone listening to remember you by? Passion purpose and a positive impact baby that's those are the three core elements that i want to be remembered for and just service over self you know yeah brother it's it's always a pleasure to chat with you i appreciate being a guest on the show thank you for your brilliance your inspiration and your motivation love you to death thank you so much for being on today much love brother appreciate you thank you all for listening go out there and happy hustle a life of passion and purpose and positive impact y'all